and as you see, we have more of a festive, tropical feel going on today. Uh, because today we're going to talk about the mojito, because you never know when travel to Cuba may be lifted. That's true. And that is where the uh, mojito is uh, mostly associated with. Right. And uh, Sandy is going to be discussing how to uh, travel at a moment's notice. Right. Be it a honeymoon or, hey honey, let's go. Awesome. And then we're going to talk about the mojito with Tim. So let's get started. Let's get on it. Woo! Castleonbeabongo.com. You talked about being prepared for Paris. Yep. What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you. It's uh, it's actually a funny story. When my husband and I went on our honeymoon, there was a traveling snafu, a scheduling snafu, and it turned out we only had 15 minutes to pack to go to our <laughs> three-week vacation. So basically, we're packing as we've called the taxi, and by the time the taxi was there, we had to be ready to go on our three-week vacation. Oh and we were able to make it. And I think that. Um, Part of, part of that is what I talk about in my book, is how you can make it so you can make it. Wow. So um, it seems to be that women have more trouble than men in that area. I, I totally agree. Why, why is that? Okay. One word. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> women want to pack things, and they always have to have the shoes that go with it. Now, what I teach in my book for the first about 50 pages is about not only decluttering, but also getting things organized. And so what I suggest is that people organize their clothes into a base in their closet so it's easier to take off uh, on a trip. So what does it mean? Uh, a base? What, what that means is that you put your clothes into either black-based, brown-based, or navy-based. And when oh. you are going on, and your jewelry as well, everything, your shoes. So when you're going on a trip, you decide to take that one base color of clothing. And I'll give you an example. This is the exact same dress that I wore when we did our old-fashioned episode. And when I did our old-fashioned episode, I was actually wearing these pearls, which I thought was sort of, you know, cocktail-y, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was wearing this fancy cover over them. This is actually a $50 sundress that I got from the Newport News catalog. So now I'm feeling a little bit more festive. So during the day, I've got it with this, this fancy shawl, and I've got something a little bit more festive as a necklace. Feeling more tropical. Feeling more tropical, absolutely. But let's say that we were going to go now to the opera. I would just take this off. I might put those, um, those pearls on. Or what I have over here is another drop necklace. And I can slip that on. And I can slip on something like this. And it's a lot more, it's the exact same dress. All ready I've for done, the opera. I'm ready for the opera. And the other thing that I've done too is these shoes, which are patent leather uh, shoes. I will wear these to the beach, but then I can actually use these as my shoes to wear to the opera. You could have a little bit of a heel on them. But again, just think, I've just eliminated all these because I don't have anything brown based. I'm well, just packing those. Yes, and they pack perfectly. <laughs> and then the other thing that you also can wear with this, let's say that it's a little bit, um, it's not quite as cool out, you just take this and you put on a jacket and you look sort of sporty. So here's a more kind of sporty outfit that you might be able to wear with it. 
And that's the key is that I don't have any brand on me and you're, I'm not trying to match bling and brand, but everything is black based. And the key to this, that's exactly how I was able to pack in 15 minutes for a three week vacation. I went taking black based. I'm not going to take those brown slacks I love. I'm not taking that. This is what I'm taking. And off Mul we Multiple go. outfits out of one dress. One dress. So that's all great advice. Is there any other suggestions? At, for women especially, one of the big things that they do is they wind up having a whole suitcase that's got potions and lotions and makeup and stuff like that. Um, I really suggest, and again in my book I go into this a lot more, but I really suggest that if you have anything that you own that's more than three to six months old, pitch it. If you have makeup that you haven't used, give it to a battered women's shelter. They all need it. And you need to get down to just the makeup, you know, about this much that would be all the makeup that you use, one lipstick that matches your lip tone, not your outfit, that's old school. And you need one lipstick that's a red lipstick, which would be more sort of for going out and stuff like that. For the opera. For the opera, absolutely. And then for the lotions and potions and stuff, I actually have a bag that I call in my book, my gym bag. It's got all the lotions and stuff that I need. In it, I put a little note for things like my medicines that stay in the refrigerator so that I can pull that out and know, oh my gosh, I have to get my medicines, I have to get my sunglasses out of the car, and I have to do all these various things. It's right there in that thing. Plus, I use contact lens solution that's in a big jug. I've got a little tiny five ounce Thing that's ready to go to pour it into there so that because I can't bring that with me on the plane I fill up all these little five ounce ones and I stick them and I'm ready to go so I think one of the issues that, uh, that I have is you know trying to grab and go is mm -hmm. that I always feel like there's going to be something I'm going to leave behind I think that's a really good point and and I talk about some of that in my podcast some of the things that I think are on everybody's B list but they just don't get around to I think that if you get around to doing some of these things you'll be easier to travel I'll give you some ex examples if you've got plants you really should set up some watering systems there's there's in-home watering systems and there's outdoor watering systems that way you don't have to worry about coming back and all your plants are dead you should put uh, light timers on your lights that you really use and then actually just leave them on all the time so that when the light goes on, you know, make it so that when you normally be, would be using that light, but then you could just leave and the lights still are going on at the same time. Another example would be you have dogs or cats or kids. You need to have a contingency plan for those dogs or cats or kids. You need to know where they're going to go or you need to be able to travel with the dog or with the kids. You know, so one way or the other, that's taken care of. One of the big ones is remembering to stop your, your mail and your newspapers and anything along those lines. The best way to do that is go to the the uh, post office right now and go to your newspaper and fill out everything but just don't put the date on it mm -hmm. so that when it's time for you to go and your honey says it's time to go to Paris you pull it off of your refrigerator it's all filled out and you just put the date in drop it in the mailbox as you're on your way out um, now a lot of the things that I keep in my suitcase are things like I always have an extra bathing suit for women I keep uh, feminine essentials in my suitcase so that I know that I won't forget those things. But I think one of the things that my husband really likes is on my iPod, I actually have a folder that has the music that we love to love to, shall we say, and I have a little pair of speakers that I keep in my suitcase as well. So when we get to wherever we're going, I can put in those speakers, I can turn on that folder, and then suddenly there we have our music in the middle of the Alps. And you know, he's always surprised how that happens. Well, it's because I keep a little folder on my iPod and I keep those speakers and all the wires and stuff in my suitcase so I'm ready to go. Wow. You know that? Those all sound like really great ideas. I'm sure you've got a lot more of them yeah. in your book. Yeah. So uh, people need to go check out your book for, uh, for all that. But, uh, you know, we have these mojitos. The ice is starting to melt. So how about we enjoy these? And, Perfect. Uh, 
and teach them how to make one themselves. I think that's a perfect Excellent. idea. Let's go Excellent. Do it. Thanks. All right, so it's time for the mojito. Absolutely. So I'm very curious. I always love the history of this kind of stuff. So who actually created the mojito? Well, like many beverages, no one really knows exactly where it came from. Uh, but one of the stories goes that it was created by Richard Drake okay. back in 1586. Okay. And uh, he was a pirate, basically working for, for Francis Drake, who was a corsair oh, for yeah. England, oh, yeah. where they were... Uh, pretty much attacking Spanish cities for gold and oh. things along those lines for England. And, uh, he, and they made it with rum? Or? And, well, they, they made it with the, which we call the prequel of rum. Oh, <laughs> it oh. was a sugarcane liquor okay. spirit that uh, wasn't as refined as, as rum. Mm -hmm. And actually it wasn't until the 1800s, uh, or in the 18th century, I'm sorry, uh, where rum was used. Oh. And it was around that time that it changed, it became known as the Mojito. And that's probably why it's associated with Cuba, I guess, it's that Cuban rum with thing Cuban rum. and stuff like that. Exactly. Okay, so why don't you sort of walk us through what you're doing as you're doing it, and if I've got any questions, I'll ask you. Oh, okay, well, I've already picked some uh, mint here that we're going to use, so that's first thing we're going to do, again. this is the peppermint, and we are going to take peppermint, and I'm going to measure out, the recipe will be listed for mm -hmm. the show, and we will add the simple syrup, which okay. is adding our sugar. Okay. And we will lightly muddle this. So what's the deal with muddling? Is there a trick to that? or? Yes, it's actually the reason why I say I want to lightly muddle uh -huh. is because I'm pressing the mint down into the sugar, releasing some of the oils, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm not pummeling it. I'm not tearing it into bits because you don't want the oils that are actually in the vein uh, of, of the leaf. It's very bitter. Okay. So I just want to, to lightly release the... Uh, the, the, mint, the menthol oils that are actually in the leaf itself. Yeah, and I'm looking in there, and it actually looks like the leaves are still leaves. They're, they're not crushed or anything. When you build a leaf, you anything. should still actually see the whole leaf. You, it shouldn't be into little bits and pieces. Okay. So with that, I am going to now add the lime juice. Okay. And as I always say, fresh with... Lime. <laughs> well, yes, with, with fresh lime, but uh, especially with, uh, with limes, always measure. Oh, yeah, right. So I've got my lime juice. I'll add that right into the drink. And was that the same amount as the sugar? That was actually uh, twice as much as the oh, sugar. Okay. And we want to chill this. And so it looks like we're using that crushed ice again. Like that. Nice crushed ice, but it should be, as, it should be shaved okay. ice. We don't want it to melt too fast. Okay. But we don't want it to be whole. Okay. It's where, you know, ice does really make it a difference. Let's so yep. chill all that down here, and we will now add our rum. Okay. And this is a light rum. I'm using okay. a light, light rum. I tell you, if you actually have a good gold rum, it makes a fantastic mojito. Okay. I would definitely recommend trying it. Okay. But we are going to use a light rum. So give that a little stir. This is a good time to go ahead and make sure the rum and the sugar and the mint and everything really blends well. Another great reason for uh, for having the mint in whole pieces is that since it's not little pieces, it's not going to end up stuck between your teeth. Aha! Now that's a very good reason. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> so I'm going to try to just do this quickly here uh -huh. with throwing ice all over the table. Perfect. Well, and... Just take care of you here. I'll just be your bar back. Nice. <laughs> okay. okay, so chill that down. And we do want to completely top it off with ice. Okay. 
at this point, we can break out our club soda. Okay. And we just want to lightly top that off. Okay. Stir that so that the top of the drink isn't just all club soda. Make right. sure you kind of mix up the flavors. And you're sort of leaving the mint kind of near the bottom. You're not really bringing it up into the drink, right? Or you're bringing it up a little bit. I it guess. brings up a little bit. So I try to keep it from going all the way up to the top. Okay. Just so it's not the first thing that goes into your mouth here. Okay. And then we will garnish with a sprig and a lime wedge. I'm actually going to make a little flag. Okay, so you've cut into the lime I've wedge. I've sliced into it so it goes onto the side of the, uh, oh, of the glass fantastic. with a little sprig of mint. I and love that because it stays right there. There is our mojito. That is absolutely beautiful. I think we've got the perfect Cuban Caribbean ready to travel, ready to go cocktail. We have our bags packed. We have our drink. We're ready. To we were go. able to drink it before the taxi arrived. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs>